In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Libertas prestantissimum donum Dei. Freedom is a most excellent gift of Almighty God. And would you know that the beautiful providence of that same God would put these readings at the Sunday this very year that would follow the 4th of July. That Holy Mother Church puts on the lips of her priests two readings which demonstrate for us the key to true freedom. Libertas prestantissimum donum Dei. These are the first words of the encyclical by Pope Leo XIII under the same title that was written over 100 years ago at a time in the world where the definition of freedom was under great attack. And over 100 years later, these words still resonate today because that same freedom is now in greater peril than ever. Freedom, true freedom, is not the license to do whatever the caprices of your passions might incline you to do at every, any given moment. No. Freedom, true freedom, is the unadultered and unimpeded ability to pursue excellence at every single moment, is to pursue goodness with every single action of your free will that God gave you because He loves you and He knows that you cannot love if you are not free. We know, though, that freedom is not free. And the youngest ones here need to be told that by those who know it from experience. Freedom is not free. True freedom comes at a price. It comes at the price of sacrifice. Because sacrifice is the key to love. Sacrifice hurts. It costs something. And it will require you to suffer for it. Look no further than the first words of the epistle of St. Paul to the Romans today. Brethren, I reckon that the sufferings of this world are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to come, that shall be revealed to us. The glory that shall deliver us from the servitude of corruption, the slavery to sin, into the liberty, the freedom of the glory of the children of God. Our sacrificial love for all that we hold dear 
is what not only will set us free, but is, it is also what will procure and ensure the freedom of those who will come after us to pursue excellence unimpeded by injustice. No one and nothing in all times and in all places that you were created to fly to God. You were created with the liberty to love your Creator. Liberty, freedom, also comes at the price of pride. Look no further for an example than in the pages of the Gospel today. Our Lord, seeing his future apostles there on the shore, went up to, you might say, their captain, Simon Peter, and said, I'd like you to take me out on the boat. You could imagine the heroic resignation that Simon Peter had to exhibit after having been out all night that this man would ask to go out on his boat. And yet he took him out in order to preach. And when he was finished, our Lord asked this same Simon, throw your nets now into the sea. And Simon Peter said, we have been fishing all night and have caught nothing. And our Lord, undaunted by, you might say, the material facts of the past, was insistent, and you could imagine him saying, throw your nets into the sea. And you could imagine the passions of Peter flaring up and maybe getting the better of him saying, did you not hear what I just said? We've been fishing out all night. There's not a fish in that pond. And our Lord, very calmly, but very directly and very firmly, you could imagine him responding, humor me. Throw your nets into the sea and I will show you what it means to be free. In an act of heroic resignation on the part of Simon Peter, that he would obey the commands of his God, throwing the net into the sea, and upon the moment that it touched the waters, because the creator of the universe and all that is in it would send all living creatures in that sea into that net to the point that it would burst at its seams. That Simon Peter, feeling, feeling the weight of his catch, knowing that the nets would break, would summon his friends to his assistance in order that the catch would not be lost, but that all of those fish 
would be brought into the bark of Peter. He resigned his pride. And at that very moment, saw the fruits of what it means to be free. You were just kindly given a reminder by the rector of this beautiful church to follow certain rules that are important for the common good of all here present. And in our pride, we might perhaps at first object. Let's take a lesson from the gospel. Listen to the directives of the shepherds of your souls in order that you may be free. Freedom, the excellence, the pursuit of that excellence resides in choosing to do good. The choice, the free will choice of your wills created in the image and likeness of God to do the right thing always and every time and no one can stop you except your pride. If we do not first do this ourselves, my friends, how can we expect the pride of the world outside these walls to obey the commands that will set them free of their sins? Freedom requires discipline. In life, do not rely on motivation to do the right thing. Motivation comes and goes. One day you may wake up and feel like conquering the world, and the other day you may feel like you are crushed by it. Motivation is worthless if it's not guided by discipline. Discipline is what ensures our freedom. The mercy of God is never apart from His justice and His peace, that is to say the tranquility of order, is always at the price of sacrifice. We must sacrifice so much in order to obtain that order of peace. And we must be disciplined in order to be truly free. That discipline must be taught to our children. If it is not taught to this generation, we can surely know that it will disappear in the next. Parents, you have no idea of the beauty of your vocation to instill the words of the gospel into your sons and daughters in order 
that they may be truly free because you have not spared the rod and therefore have not spoiled the child. This discipline extends also to the way that we comport and conduct ourselves in society, certainly within the walls of this church, but in the world that wishes to tear them down, that your example, your disciplined example of Christian modesty will help to liberate the world from being objectified as being nothing more than an object of material pleasure in a world that only follows the caprices of their passions, in a downward spiral that the devil continues to suck the human race into the vortex of hell because of immodesty. You are the light of this world because the grace of God is in your souls through the sacraments. Let that light shine through the veils of Christian modesty and you will show the world what it means to be truly free. You will show the world that most excellent gift of Almighty God which he has given to every single one of you that you may fly to heaven unimpeded by the vices of this world, unimpeded by the injustice, the injustice and the unjust laws of a contemporary society which only wishes to enslave its citizens in order to convince them that they are not ultimately destined to be citizens of heaven, but that they are destined to be slaves of eternal hell, this world will be freed by the example of discipline, of modesty, and of humility. You have no idea the catch that God is ready to grant to his church when we obey his commands in every thought, in every word, and in every deed that comes from the free will that God has created you with. That catch will burst the nets at its seams the moment that we choose to cast those nets into the world that seems barren at present. And when it does, we will need to ask for help in order to bring them all in. Do not be too proud to ask for help. And do not be too disinterested to come to the help of those who are trying to reel in their catch. Look no further for that help than to your right and to your left, before you and behind you. Your help is right here. You are each other's support in this world and in this city in order to help bring more fish into the bark of Peter for the salvation of their souls. And look no further and never forget that your support is greater 
than just what you see within these walls. You belong to a spiritual family, the family of the Institute of Christ the King Sovereign Priest, who has just ordained and celebrates the newly ordained seven priests for Holy Mother Church. As many deacons and subdeacons were ordained this past week, and a multitude of seminarians who will be your priests forever in eternity. That they will be sent to the four corners of this globe in order to cast out their nets. And when it is that those nets are full, that they will ask you for help. Do not be afraid to ask them for theirs. That those nets to the east, to the west, to the south, and to the north. Those nets are ready to overflow, and we together in this family will help to bring them aboard to the bark of Peter in order that they may not be lost in the darkness of the storms of the sea, but rather that we all may use the gift of our freedom to fly to Almighty God in order that with the saints and angels for all of eternity we will give him glory forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.